Podcast Answer Man, episode number 106. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today is going to be something so different, so out of the ordinary for Podcast Answer Man, but it's so something I believe that I should be doing today, and that is I'm releasing an episode of My Crazy Life, another podcast that I do. It's kind of like My Crazy Life is uh, it's this daily audio journal. It's, it's kind of something I record on a regular basis a couple times a week where I share what's going on in my life, it, and I have this daily pursuit of a balanced life, you know, trying to live a more balanced life. And today I just got into this. I wanted to share the story of, of um, some negative critical feedback that I've recently received and how I've been able to turn three of the most recent negative critical feedback, uh, how I've been able to turn those into now what I would consider to be the very beginnings of some good relationships with people who are in the community of listeners of our various shows. And so I wanted to share that with you here on Podcast Answer Man because if you've heard me talk about, you know, building relationships one per, or building community and it's about relationships and it's one person at a time, this podcast is long. It's an hour long. I understand that. But it is the one podcast that is just a clear cut 100%. You see it from behind the scenes here. You are going to learn what it means for me to build relationships one person at a time, and it takes investment. The emails that you are about to see, the the interaction via uh, via email, it's gonna. There are three. There are you're gonna be hearing from Luke, uh, or not Luke. You're <laughs> you're gonna be hearing from Phil, an interaction that I had with Phil. You're gonna have hear a little bit about an interaction that I had with uh, Lou. And then I didn't share the name of the third person at all because I had not had permission from that person to share uh, you know, the details of who this was or anything. But uh, you're going to hear from a third person and you're going to hear how those e- interactions via email went. And I will tell you that each email interaction, um, the one with Lou probably took approximately total, the interaction we've had up to this point has been about 30 minutes. Uh, the interaction between um, myself and uh, who was that? Um, uh, Phil, uh, myself and Phil, probably I'm up to about an hour, maybe an hour and 10 minutes of reading, responding, searching other emails to quote in the email. Uh, so investment in a relationship is very much a part of that. And then uh, with the other person, we've gone back and forth quite a bit discussing why I feel the way I do about certain things in a, in a TV show podcast that we produce. I'm probably about an hour and a half, maybe two hours with that third person. These are hours of my life that I'm investing in relationship with people who what? These are people who wrote negative critical feedback to me. Some of it's not as negative as others. And so, and uh, one thing I think I forgot to say in the event that, uh, and uh, th- this will all make sense when you hear this in the, in the rest of the podcast. One of the things I forgot to say, and I'll say now as I'm recording the intro to this, is that what I do is I typically will send, when I get negative feedback, I try, if it's really negative and very critical and very hurtful and hateful, then I try to wait two or three days, which I've, I said in the episode, and then I respond with nothing but kindness. 
And hopefully it leads to what you're going to hear in these three episodes is where that turns out to be a good thing and a relationship can be formed out of it. Um, the other thing is, though, every now and then it does cause one of two things to happen or one of three things to happen. That's the one of them. Uh, but the other two things that possibly happen is, number one, that you never you never hear from them again, which may be the best thing. They've decided to move on and, and they, they're no longer going to spew their, spew their hatred at you. Uh, the other thing, though, the other possibility is that they come back and they're even they come back even stronger with their hate and and they they are just really attacking you and blah blah blah. And if that's the case, I don't respond a second time. Um, if if it's very if it's even more negative than the first time, extremely critical and very hurtful, hateful kind of words. Um, I simply go into my Gmail. I create a filter and says, if I ever get an email from this person again. Please skip the inbox, mark it as read, delete it, just never let me see it. I don't even want to be able to search for it later. Later, I want to permanently delete it uh, because this person has lost their, you know, even if they had something constructive, they did it in such a negative, hurtful, hateful, nasty mode, not just the first time, but even worse, a second time, then that person, even whatever good they have to share, it's not going it, to, it, it's too hurtful to hear and painful and 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 we need to be able to stay positive in what we're doing because most of the people most of our listeners want us to continue they enjoy our show otherwise they wouldn't be subscribed so anyway wow that's a long intro to what is now already a long episode of my crazy life which is now an episode of podcast answer man and i thank you guys for listening and uh one last thing before you i i go ahead and fire up episode um, 385, no, 386 of My Crazy Life you're about to hear. I do want to just share real quickly with you. If you guys, um, I, I want to say thank you for all of you who have recently contacted me. You've been purchasing equipment. It has been awesome. I'm getting ready to leave for a 10-day vacation. I'll be back on Monday the 13th. But uh, I want to let you know, Monday through Friday of next week, I am available for consulting calls by phone. I will be able to talk to you and share with you and be able to place orders for you. Uh, I'm going to give you my personal cell phone number, and you can call me by phone. And the phone, my cell phone number is only for equipment orders and discussions only. Uh, my cell phone number is area code 859-620-2644. That's 859-620-2644. That is my cell phone number only for equipment calls and stuff like that. Uh, or if you want to set up a consulting call, uh, we can do that by phone as well. If you want to ask questions about, you know, to, you know, advice and, and stuff like that for Podcast Answer Man, the best thing to do is to send that in as an email, feedback at gspn.tv. You can also email me to talk about equipment or consulting um, scheduling and stuff like that. And, uh, and I'll respond to you for those as well. But anyway, just want to let you know, I have just thoroughly been enjoying helping people with their equipment orders. And one of the things that I've really found that my clients have really enjoyed, and I'm getting so much with the, what do you call those words that, you know, that are, uh, are they adjectives? Really? Something? Anyway, going a little bit off beat here. But anyway, uh, something that my clients have really enjoyed is that people who have, in, who have been purchasing these big equipment packages um, where they've got not only did they buy some microphones and a mixer, but they also bought the broadcast host so that they can do telephone interviews without having to worry about, you know, crashes with recordings. And they bought a digital recorder. You know, one of the things that for these big orders that I've done is I've been including a free 30 
to 60-minute consult call, depending on what they buy. If they buy the broadcast host along with all that other stuff, I throw in a free 60-minute consulting call. That's a $95 value uh, because I charge $95 an hour for my consulting. Um, or it, 30 minutes, if they if they order just equipment without the broadcast host and they don't need to set up a mix minus and all that stuff, then, it's, then I include a 30-minute free consult on how to hook up your equipment. So when you buy equipment from me, uh, not only are you getting all the equipment that meets your needs, because I'm going to talk to you about your the place where you'll be recording, how you'll be recording, what you're recording. Um, I'm going to be able to work with you on getting the right equipment, uh, the right microphone for where you're at. Uh, but not only that, but um, also you get all the little adapters, all those little plugs. Like so many people buy their equipment. I remember when I bought my equipment. I, I bought my mixer off of this website and I had it shipped. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I, I can't get the audio from here because I don't have these plugs. So I had to run to Radio Shack and I had to get these and I cut them back. It's like, oh, but I, I really wish I would have had this. And so I know all of these ins and outs of all the little plugs and adapters and cables that you need. And um, you know, folks, there's a real value if you want to consider to buy equipment, buy it from me. You're going to pay the same as you would any other website out there, uh, sometimes less. As a matter of fact, um, I'm not allowed to tell you the price of my high LPR40s because there's this thing called minimum advertised price. And so I will tell you the minimum advertised price that you're allowed to see anywhere online for a high LPR40 is $325. If you're interested in a high, you have to call me or email me to find out how much I sell them for. And I'll give you an idea. Of, uh, of why you should be buying from me. But anyway, that's my advertising for the show. Now, here's episode number 386 of My Crazy Life, and it gives you a glimpse into how we do relationships one person at a time, even if it starts off and the initial interaction in that relationship is with a negative email. Here you go. My Crazy Life, episode number 386. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of My Crazy Life. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and today I'm going to continue where I left off in episode number 385. I had completely set up, and I was ready to go right into the topic of the day, of today, which is this email conversation that I had. Started out extremely negative, has turned into something different, and how that all happened. And I wanted to break that down for you. In fact, I had completely set up this entire thing, but I decided at the end, I wanted to make this podcast or this topic its own topic because this is, um, this is just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, and, and how can a negative critical email turn into a wonderful thing? That is, that is, that is something that has been, um, something that I feel called to do, if at all possible, and is something that I've been able to do on a couple of occasions. Now, let me, for, I, I apologize to those of you who just listened to the end of episode 385, and you're going to hear this again, but I'm going to have to reset this up just a little bit. Occasionally, I, first of all, I do want to say, I think it's important to say that Stephanie and I probably get about 30 to 50 emails per month that are nothing but just outright 
praises of what we're doing. I mean, we're talking, we are showered with love and encouragement from you guys in the gspn.tv community. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you. I thank you for your encouraging words. I thank you for your encouraging thoughts. I thank you for your prayers for what we do. I thank you for those of you who are listening to this because that means you're obviously plus members and you support us financially through what we're doing here and and make this all possible. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And being the type of person that I am and my personality being that my love language, if you go back to Family from the Heart, uh, episodes three through whatever, we talked about the five love languages. And in that... It was, it, it's obvious that my love language is encouraging words. And so my love tank is feel, filled when people sp- speak, uh, very positive, encouraging words to me, words of affirmation. And, and sometimes that can be viewed as being a person who seeks the approval of others or a people pleaser. And I certainly struggle with that, with those, what I will call extremes. But, but, but having, having, your love tank filled or your your just the joy inside of you just feeling great about yourself sometimes when people say good things that that's not a bad thing it can be taken to an extreme and i certainly go there many times and i and i admit that but um uh, when somebody has their primary love language is uh um encouraging words then encouraging words it's like wow this feels really good and 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 it and and it just communicates love uh, to me in no other way. I mean, if you were to say, you know, hey, I want to give you a gift or I or I could publicly praise you in front of people. Uh, I doesn't matter what the gift is. Sometimes the the, the just ha- being praised in front of people or even just person to person. Sometimes that just means so much more than than anything else. Um, so anyway, go to listen to that um, family from the heart. Go back to episode number three. Listen to the five love languages. Awesome book. And it was a great discussion. And it's not just for married couples. Listen to the things and, and find out how you can apply those principles to your life. Anyway, the truth is, though, when you have the love language, your primary love language is encouraging words and words of affirmation. When people say great things about you, you feel great. But it's very easy for negative critical words or feedback or criticisms and and words that jab at you. It's very easy for those to completely poke a hole in the bottom of your love tank and let it all run dry. I mean, it, it it's it's kind of like if yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. I think you guys sometimes I think I, I talk way too down and I have to over explain things, but I don't think I need that. I think you guys understand what I'm saying. So it's like I can receive 50 emails that are all so encouraging and and I can have one person who just really just really nails me with a a, a super ultra negative feedback especially when it's tw- when inside of their attack uh is is a lot of little peppered truth in there a little peppered truths in there and and certainly there are things that I do that aren't great I mean I am not a perfect person there no doubt about that whatsoever. No doubt about what that that whatsoever. So sometimes it could just really knock a hole in the armor, if you will, and and uh, and makes that spot weak and tender, and and it takes a little time to get over it. Those emails, those extremely negative uh, emails, come in from time to time. Now I would say probably on average about one a month. 
about one negative, critical, unsolicited, I didn't ask for your opinion email comes in per month where they just feel like, you know, if you really want to get better, these are the 15 things that I think that you could do to get better and blah, 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 blah. And so with all of that, um, you know, and, and, and trust me, it's not just, you know, let me let me give you some constructive feedback. Uh, you know, it, it's one thing to give constructive feedback that's unsolicited. It's still unsolicited, and uh, but at the same time, it's it's very constructive. Uh, and but with a but with a negative tone. See, I hate the negative tone. You know, if if you, I don't mind some constructive feedback, and I don't mind it being unsolicited. But let's have a relationship. Do it in the context. Do it in the context of a relationship with me. Show me. I learned something a long time ago. Well, I learned something a couple years ago. People could care less what you know, what you have to say, what you want to share. Nobody cares what you have to say unless they know for a fact that you like them. It's just true, and it's true in my own life. It's true in my own life. I could care less how much truth you want to speak to me if I don't believe that you're coming at this in the, in a in a in the attitude of what's in my best interest or what's in our best interest as friends. Then it's it's not well received. It's not well received. And I'm working on. That. I'm trying to receive those things uh, more well. <laughs> <laughs> that that's got to blow some people. I'm trying to receive them more well. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at receiving unsolicited crunch, constructive feedback with people who have yet not even taken this step to even introduce themselves. Hey, my name is so and so. I really enjoy your shows. I mean, they don't even pad it with anything other than it's like. Well, actually, some of them do pad it with. I've really been listening to your podcast and I enjoy what you're doing. But here's the 15 things I hate about you. <laughs> I mean, it's what's up with these people? Seriously, come on, really? But uh, yeah, it, it it's crazy. It is, it is, it is, it is. All right, so here we go. I get these emails occasion, and I've shared this in podcasts before, but I've never had the opportunity where the person has has so blatantly said, "Hey, here, go ahead and read this in your podcast," and I'm like, okay. So I, this is going to be a perfect example. You you may have heard me say this, that there have been times when I've taken somebody who has written me a negative, critical feedback and has really um, uh, just really let me have it in an email. And I've been able to, in the past, on occasion, not 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 a high percentage. I mean, there there's a lot of failure rate with this. Um, and and I, I'll explain in just a second when what I do when I fail. Uh, but there have been times when I've taken somebody who's written me a very negative, critical feedback and how much they despise who I am, what I'm doing, and stuff like that. And I've been able to, in fact, um, uh, come back, share with them uh, my response and investing some time and energy and sacrificing a little bit of my time to respond with kind words or with truth or with something that says, you know, hey, I, I you know, I, I'm not perfect. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is why I do some of the things. Uh, I'm trying to fix some things, you know, and, you know, while I don't like the tone of your message, you know, I, I understand some of this. And, uh, and, and every now and then I'm able to turn those people who originally wrote me something that is attacking in nature but then at you know within a couple email communications later we're actually talking on 
more of a friendship kind of level. And we're seeing each other a little bit more eye to eye. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that many people, they think that if you listen to somebody on the radio or you listen to somebody in a podcast, that these people are all, feel like they're all high and mighty and blah, 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 blah. And they're untouchable. And, and you think that, you know, you're going to send an email in and it's just going to go in this big folder called, uh, you know, hate mail and, and that, you, you know, maybe my assistant is, <laughs> I don't have an assistant, uh, but maybe my assistant's going to read it and she just, just, it buffers that from me and, and and it's never even going to do anything. And and uh, when I respond and say, "Hey, you know, I, I don't, you know, hey, this is little old me. I'm on the other end of your email uh, send button, and I'm a real human being, and you just totally destroyed me emotionally. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, really, seriously. All right. Anyway, so uh, but no, sometimes I will respond in in a way that you're about to see. <laughs> sometimes it's a little. This one I I didn't. This one wasn't as soft of uh, of a touch. I I kind of responded, um, you know, with more of a defense in this one than I would normally respond, uh, in in an email such as this. But I, it was something I felt led led to do. And and I will tell you. Let me explain to you real quickly. Sometimes I respond to these emails, and and I have to wait two or three days because they're so negative that they really do emotionally impact me. It's like, wow. And I just want to hit the reply button. And I just want to, I just want to rip their heart out. I want to hit, I want the fact that when I hit the send, this is, this is what, this is hypothetically in my mind as a human being flawed in my nature as I am. I, I, there are times when I just wish I could hit the reply button and I could do something with the keys on my keyboard so that at the end of it, when I hit the send button, it goes extremely, right directly into their inbox in in it basically the words jump out of the monitor and it literally literally jumps in through their eyes goes down through their throat and rips their heart right out of their body and so uh as you can might imagine there are times when uh i just feel like you know maybe hitting the reply button on this is not the appropriate thing to do right now so i'm gonna let it sit here in my inbox and I let it sit for maybe two or three days. Sometimes I will just say, Stephanie, will you read this email? Let me vent to you. And I, le- I just vent to her. And, 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 a, and she's like, wow. But, and she's very encouraging and stuff like that. And sometimes I'll even share it with my prayer partner, Rob, or somebody like that. And I'll say, listen to this, you know, and, and, and it takes me two or three days, but then I'll respond and I'll completely be detached from the emotion that I felt when I got that. And I will write something back to that person and whatever the length of their email to me, I will try to at least match the length of their email. And I will do it in a way that I'm responding in a way that I that explains to them that I am just a normal human being, that I do what I do and why I do what I do and and I hope I'm thankful that they found my show. But perhaps if this is what you're looking for, really, that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation of the shows that we produce, because this is where we're going with this. This is the purpose behind what we do. I mean, absolutely. Is there any reason why I should take the time to to have that kind of email conversation with them? Absolutely not. There's really no requirement for me to do so. But I do it anyway. Why do I do it? Because for me, this podcasting thing is not just about making money. It's it's about building relationships. It's about it's about doing life in a different way. It's about living a life of balance, and it's about about just friendships and 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 so much more for me. And and those take you know, it's a one 
to one ratio. It, it, you don't. I can't just do podcasts and not respond to emails. It, it's just not possible for me because this is something bigger than just content production for me. And so I I take time to respond. Sometimes it takes me a couple days. Sometimes it could take even weeks to respond to somebody who's written me a five page email. <clears throat> but I respond to them. I do. Uh, and if you've ever written me an email, you know that. And so, but anyway, here here it is yesterday. You guys know what's been going on with the issues of my dad. Obviously, we're getting ready to leave for vacation for 10 days. Uh, I own my own business, running everything here. I'm a one-man show with the exception of the fact that my wife does so much. So when I say I'm a one-man show, it's just Stephanie and I, we're running this business. And so it's it's not easy. To, to leave for 10 days the second year into your business, and we're doing that. I'm going to be doing some things next week. Content production is still going to happen. I'm going to check my emails Monday through Friday. Not going to touch them on the weekend. Sorry. Uh, but uh, anyway, so with the schedule being as crazy as it is, I had to take Wednesday, the entire day Wednesday, to go to the be at the hospital with my dad. And, and so uh, this comes in when it comes in the day after, you know, it comes in on April 2nd, which is yesterday. And sure, I was too busy to even read this email, certainly too busy to respond to it, but I did. And let me explain to you, and, and I'm going to let the emails kind of explain themselves. This is why I wanted to make this a their, their its own podcast. Now, do you understand? Absolutely. And now I can put this out on the free feed, and uh, I can let people hear it, and I can definitely refer to this in Podcast Answer Man. <clears throat> so, with that being said... Uh, let's see here. My partner, okay, on Thursday, April 2nd, oh, by the way, just want to let you know, I would never, ever, 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 ever consider sharing an email like this unless I was explicitly given permission to share. The only exception to that is I may share an email, but definitely leave out all references to the name of the person. This person has given me full disclosure or full permission for full disclosure. So this is from Phil. All right. Dear Cliff, my partner is a premium member of GSPN and we listen all the time. I have been dying to tell you about the pros and cons of your show. I am a linguist and a pain in the, and he says a asterisk asterisk, uh, perfectionist, a pain in the butt perfectionist by nature. So take this for what it is worth. I believe if you fix these poor regional speech patterns that you will double or triple your premium members. What's with the floating L? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. You add L's where they don't belong and you delete them where they belong. So so does your wife. She is actually worse than you. Examples. Cold. You often say code. And actually, I do say it's it is code outside. And but anyway, um, and then pause. And and I always say pause. P a w l s is what he says. And and it's I guess it should be pause, pause, pause. I, I don't know any way. P a u s e is always pause to me. I hit the pause button. And so anyway, yeah, pause button. It, it, you t- <laughs> anyway. So so that's that's what he says. And then here here comes the rest of it. So there are so, and and it's all in capital, so many. So there are, and then so many other examples, but they are all different versions of the two above. Absolutely. All right. So 
here's the next part. And this this is the one that really got me. And this is one where I just felt like, okay, I can see some truth in some of the negative feedback that I get, but this one really blew me away. And I felt like, I'm going to respond to this one. <laughs> and here's where it is. It starts right here. We, and it's capital W-E, all right? We, and I, this is, re, I guess, referring to him and his partner, uh, we also resent the way that you talk down to gay members. You hate the gay community. That is a given. Your high and mighty Christian, quote unquote, attitude shows. Oh, okay, that is a given. Your high and mighty Christian attitude shows your intolerance of the homosexual community. It is obvious in the way that you refuse to openly acknowledge the fact that Chef Mark is gay. You op- you obviously re- refuse to accept the way of today's society, but instead prefer to live in the stone age of hateful, judgmental, pre-1940 Christianity. Shame! Exclamation point. Please repent. I know you will not read this on your podcast because in your heart, you know I am right. Phil. There you go. There you go. That was the email that was sent to me. This is, uh, uh, let's see, that came in around 2.30. Now, I did not respond to it until 5 o'clock. I, I got it as soon as it came in uh, because I had checked the email right about that time. I'd let it sit for just a little bit before responding because I had so many things to do. And I did not have time to respond, but I did. And and I don't know, I just kind of felt led to res- to respond when I did to go ahead and take the time to respond. So this is what I wrote back. <clears throat> Phil, while I do not under while I do not understand the gay community and I have been brought up and trained to think a certain way about homosexuality, I admit that I am un- uh, I do admit that I am uncomfortable talking publicly about the subject that is certainly something that I know little about. You could not be further from the truth when you say that I hate the gay community in quotations. I certainly don't understand it, and I have a hard time accepting it. But to say that I hate those who are gay is just not correct. I have several gay friends. I have a family member who considers himself to be bisexual. I'd be shocked if you could ever provide a single instance where I refuse, in in this entire rest of the sentences in quotations, where I refuse to openly acknowledge the fact that Chef Mark is gay. I personally don't have time to do so. However, out of the more than 1,400 episodes that I've produced in the past three years, I've not only talked with Chef Mark in a podcast about him being gay, but I've also shared that how he's one of my closest friends and the fact that he's gay doesn't change the way that I treat him apart from any other of my non-gay friends. My wife and I stayed in Mark's apartment when we visited in New York when we visited New York City and even slept in his bed. No, I'm afraid that you've got me all wrong. Sure, I'll pu- I've put my foot in my mouth on more than one occasion while talking about a TV show that has gay relationships. Oftentimes these outbursts are more directed at the sexual explicitness of what is shown in the TV show, not just at the homosexual aspect of it. Personally, I despise seeing sexual scenes of even non-gay couples, even if they're TV-married characters. You wrote, and I quote, 
Shame, please repent. I know you will not read this on your podcast because in your heart you know I'm right. I am not agreeing to bring it up, but I'm curious as to what show you would suggest would be appropriate for such a reading of this email. I'm assuming by what you read in your email that your partner is homosexual. Have you ever asked yourself, or your partner for that matter, why on earth they would be a premium subscriber to someone who who shows such, in quotations, intolerance of the homosexual community? I am not emotionally moved by your judgment that I am in any way motivated by a hateful, judgmental, pre-1940 Christianity. The reason... The reason is because I know this is the farthest thing from the truth. I don't know that you'd be interested in getting to know me better. However, if you choose to do so, I hope that you will find that I'm a much different person than you think that than you that you think than you think that I am. As let's see, as for the way we talk, we have several other in we have several other linguists who listen to our show. They've written very similar things to what you have shared. In fact, Here's an email that I received about a month ago. And then I quote this email from a guy named, well, I won't share his name. Um, Hello, Cliff. I enjoy your podcast. I'm a linguist, and I must point out uh, both of your your odd, bizarre, bizarre, quirky, and yet understandable regional speech patterns. Number one, Boston is referred to as the land of the vagrant R's. They put an R where it doesn't belong. R, uh, let's see, let's see here. I've got a good idea, okay, I guess. And they drop the R where it belongs, like pock the ca in Boston yard. Okay. Anyway, number two, I now realize that Hebron, Kentucky must be the land of the vagrant L's. Uh, let's see. So many times I listen, to, listen and hear it in both you and Stephanie when you talk. Uh, you add an L where it doesn't belong. You say Paul's instead of Paul's. <laughs> I don't know how to say pa. Is it pause? You say pause instead of pause? I, I don't know. Anyway, you say pause instead of pause and many other examples. Uh, and you drop the L where it belongs. You say it's code outside. And I, I always thought I say cold outside, but I guess pe- I, two linguists have pointed out that I say code. And and I actually say it, in a, in a, it man, it is code. And, 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 I do that more on purpose, but I usually say cold. It is very cold outside. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, he says, you also add a T sound where it doesn't belong. You will say uh, across instead of across, etc. All right. It, uh, it is quite fascinating to listen to, to you to speak. The dialect uh, from your part of Kentucky is quite amazing. It's a bit different from uh, that of Loretta Lynn, which comes from a different region of Kentucky. But you say Stephanie ha- but you and Stephanie have a dialect that is akin to Loretta Lynn direct di- dialect that is trying to be masked by the Ohio dialect. Uh, does that make sense? Keep working on, keep working at it. It is important that you pronounce your L's where they belong and do not add them where they do not belong. Uh, and Cliff, try to wor- ditch the word basically. As a linguist, I continue to listen and let you know, or I will continue to listen and let you know of any regional dialects that I discern. God bless. And then um, I, and then, of course, this is all an email that I'm sharing with Phil. And then and I wrote on to Phil. I said, uh, when he wrote this to me, I wrote back with the following. And I wrote back to this person. Thanks so much, my friend, for the feedback. I plan to read your feedback in one or two of my shows, if not, or both. My Crazy Life and or Podcast Answer Man. 
I think you bring up a great topic. We do have some fun, funny ways of saying things here. As far as, uh, as far as my basically, yes, I know I need to drop it. Before it was basic, before there was basically, I had actually. Before I had actually, I had other words that I said in a very repetitive nature. I try to be conscious of these things to a degree, but not too much. I could go in and I could go in and edit a lot of it out, but I choose not to. A majority of the people who listen to who listen prefer us to be who we are, and we are not a we are not polished or professional sounding as far as how we speak. They have explained that they can relate to us. That being said, I'm always trying to improve my communication methods, and I do attempt to speak more effectively without focusing on it too much. I appreciate your feedback, Cliff. And then he wrote back and said, Hey, Cliff, you know what's so awesome about your podcasts? It's because you are so genuine and so willing to accept constructive criticism without getting defensive. I will have you know that I have recommended your podcast to many of my friends. You and Stephanie make me laugh. Your podcast have made me a better person. I exercise more and I have lost 20 pounds as well uh, thanks to your great podcast. My wife and I, I'm, I'm sorry, my wife tells me I am way too critical of the way people talk because of my profession. For that reason, I want to apologize if my email came off the wrong way. That was because That was not at all my intent. I just wanted to point out that your regional dialect, your regional dialects, because in my area of work, it is something I find fascinating. By the way, while you may get, while you may say basically a lot, you almost never say um or uh, etc., etc. That is rare and something that makes you excellent in the way that you communicate. I counted, um, I counted my ums today. I I surpassed fifty. That's one of my big problems, and my wife points out. Let's see, and that, and my as my wife points out, it is also a bit OCD ish of me to that I take the time to count my ums. So, um, well, I guess I wanted to thank you for your generous or your gracious reply, and I can't wait to hear you read my emails on your fine podcasts. God bless, and he signs his name. All right, actually, since he said that, uh, it was Lou. Lou, thank you. Um, <laughs> we have continued to converse by email since. Now, now I'm back to addressing Phil. Why do I share such a long response? It's because I rare. It's because I really do care about my listeners. Sure, I could have just saw your email and deleted it, but instead, I thought I'd dignify you with a response that was worthy of the time you spent to write the message to me. I personally want to thank your partner for being a gspn.tv plus member. It's what allows me it's what allows us to do what we do. I'm sorry if I've come off I'm sorry if I've come off as who you think I am. Sincerely, Cliff. So that's how I respond to these types of emails. And I definitely took a long time, uh, a good deal of time to to um respond. I mean, I went back and I looked at another looked up another email so I could share another i mean who knew another linguist and he and, and it's the, the pause and the cold <laughs> and see i even said cold i mean i it, but it is cold out here <sighs> anyway i'm still gonna do it it's just who i am people i love it all right um let's see here oh i personally want to okay and then um 
on so I I responded. Uh, let's see, I did that at that was about five o'clock in the evening, and then at six forty nine last night he responded. He says, "Cliff, you are a much bigger person than I am. Thank you for replying. I am a I am clinically bipolar, and occasionally I fly off the handle more times than I should." Obviously, we would not pay to listen to your show if we didn't think it was worth it. What you said makes sense, makes all the sense in the world. Perhaps I've just read more into you seeming uncomfortable talking publicly about homosexuality. This is my problem, not yours. Please accept my apology for venting at you in my email. I seriously need to change my meds. God bless you and thank you. Please forgive me for my manic rant over nonsense. I do the same thing with a lot of local newscasters and newspaper reporters. Everyone writes me off as that local nut. Perhaps they're right, Phil. And then I responded to Phil late last night about 11.35 in the evening before I went to bed. Phil, thank you for your response to my response. I was literally taken back by your email. Heck, I could have I could give you about five other things to send me an extremely critical email about. However, being a gay hater is certainly not one of them. I am very thankful that you took the time to read my response and you considered the idea that you may have misinterpreted something I've said in a particular show. I am sorry to hear that you struggle with bipolar. I know several people who also struggle with this as well. I pray that you'll be able to get the care you need to continue to experience the experience peace and joy in your life. Seriously, I'm not kidding when I said I'd be happy to get to know you better. So I, so I know that you're gay and that you have a partner who is a plus member. I know that you struggle with bi- a pi- bipolar disorder. I know that you're a linguist. Please tell me, what does a ling- linguist actually do? What types of careers would a linguist find himself involved in? Do tell. Sincerely, Cliff. And so today I got an email back, and of course this is the whole reason why I'm able to share this in an email to you. And it says, hey Cliff, please feel free to read my email on one of your podcasts. My suggestion would be My Crazy Life, the catch-all podcast that I think you, uh, the the catch-all podcast that I think you are underestimating how many of your listeners really want to listen to that every day. That is the only podcast that I that I or we really want, and I'm that he and his partner, I guess, really want to listen to every day. I don't really care about the community podcast, Family from the Heart, etc., etc. We don't watch most of the TV shows you podcast about. So if you listen to one thing uh, my messed up mind might tell you, hear me out, my friend. You need to release a My Crazy Life ep- episode every day, even if it's only five minutes long. We all want to hear what happened with Cliff today. What could it hurt? And it's and he continued on. Cliff, I know you release all the My Crazy Life spinoffs. But I don't think you realize how much the daily My Crazy Life helps keep crazy people like me grounded. I miss it every day. You kept me sane. Without the daily My Crazy Life, even for a few minutes, I feel out of control. Feel free to read all of my emails and ask others if they agree with me. God bless you and Stephanie. I love you both. Phil. Do you see this? God bless both of you. I love you both. Phil. How different is that from that first email? And and I share this not to not to toot my own horn. Folks, that is not why I share this. I share this simply because I wanted to tell you that there is something deeper about what's going on here at gspn.tv than just producing content. 
And and you know what? I have unfortunately I have a lot of people just because I'm uncomfortable talking about homosexuality um in our in the TV shows and it's consistently being brought up and 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 and, and I struggle with it. I mean, I'm I'm at a loss for how to share things because at the same time I why I might think it's wrong um I don't want to make people talk down to people and and I'm consistent I mean if you go and not that anybody that would want to but uh, if you go back and listen to the about the church podcast you 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 may have heard us talk about the topic of homosexuality and the shame that I think the shir- the church should feel about how it's how it's treated people from the homosexual community, um, and and just how you know that that you know as, as in my mind it's a topic that I I it's not a topic that I avoid thinking about, but it's a topic that I avoid talking about because I like to talk about things that at least I know a little bit something about, and and we we talk about them, but but I try to do it in a way that doesn't come across that that it would make anybody think that I hate anybody from the homosexual community or gay people because that that is just that is just way out there. It is just way out there. And and Phil, I will just tell you and I'm not just saying this. I love you too, man. I'm glad that our email conversation has gone in the direction that it has. And I hope to continue to converse with you over time. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of emails, so I mean, there I you know, won't be doing it daily, but you know, a, a short email burst back and forth once a week or once every other week. I'm totally open to that. And, and, and who knows who, I mean, chef Mark and I talk, gosh, we talk at least once a week on average. And sometimes, sometimes that conversation can be as short as 20 minutes. Sometimes it can be as long as two hours. There's one night chef Mark and I I think we ended up talking for about six hours straight one night and just talking about just some of the most awesome things. Um, we talked about, you know, just business, uh, philosophy of life and, and of uh, productivity and of, you know, entrepreneurship and just amazing things. And, and you know what? The, the fact that Chef Mark is gay is, has never been a hidden secret here. Uh, it's just not something that I even consider to bring up because in my mind, that is not a factor of, my friendship with him and and you know and, and it's it's just not chef mark is just what chef mark is he's a friend that's it so um but anyway and i hope phil that you'll be the same you'll be a friend i have another great friend of mine who listens to uh my crazy life and the almost daily devotional and 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 we converse back and forth on twitter a little bit we've talked on the phone a little bit uh, he's also from New York and uh, a, a gay uh, man as well, and I consider him to be a friend. Uh, and uh, we we definitely, I I I look forward to even getting to know him better. He's super super great guy, and 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 uh, I'll just say, Michael, you know who you are, and uh, you know haven't heard from you other than a little Twitter message the other day. By the way, he said uh, something about. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. To do to do little search on twitter here let me go to twitter actually no you know what i can just do the at gspns because it was not too long ago twitter sometimes takes so long to pull up folks if you're not following me on twitter i encourage you to do so twitter.com slash gspn i am at gspn on twitter and uh come on i just saw it a minute ago all right there we go at gspn and now I just need to look for his ID. 
Here it is. It says, at GSPN, I love when you tweet about prayer. Reminds me what a big part of my life this used to be and how it affected my serenity in a positive way. So, uh, Michael, thank you very much for that tweet. And uh, and uh, just want to say that that recently, uh, this is this is more my crazy life-ish kind of stuff here. I, I'm considering throwing this out, honestly, in the uh, podcast Answer Man feed. And... Uh, as a, as a dual podcast, I, I, yeah, I think I will. I think I will. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually record this. This is gonna be released as a My Crazy Life episode. But I'm gonna come back in and I'm gonna actually re, rebrand the beginning of this with a new intro for Podcast Answer Man. So this is now both both shows because the, the reason why uh, is because I really believe the topic of of this. I, I've been talking about this relationship thing, building community. It's, do you see how taking somebody who's written you a negative, uh, extremely critical, you're a, you're, a, you're a gay basher, you're a homosexual community hater, uh, you, you are stuck with, you're stuck to your 1940s, you know, pre-1940s uh, hatred, you know, whatever, Christianity. Nah, no, 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 no. And, and so see how you can take emails and, and even the email with, um, who was that in the email now? Um, I didn't say his name enough to, to remember, but let me go back because I want to get to know him as well. He, I, I, and I'm really interested in learning from these linguists what they do for a living. Um, do, 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 scrolling down. Lou. Lou, even Lou came in as a as a somewhat uh, un, now his wasn't extremely negative. I, I you know what? I have one more email. Can I share one more email with you? I'm gonna I'm gonna pause. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I'm gonna pause because that's that's what I do here in in the Kentucky land. And oh, by the way, uh, I did. I remember talking back uh, with uh, was it Roy? Uh, do do I have a hard time. Lou. With Lou, and I explained to him, the reason why I have this Loretta Lynn uh, dialect uh, with 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 Ohio uh, is because Northern Kentucky, Hebron, we are the uh, we we are in the border of Ohio and Kentucky, and so I am right in that di- uh, region, such as it's called the Greater Cincinnati, Ohio region. So. Uh, we are in the Ohio Valley here, and uh, you and and one of the if you want to know anything about dialect and and something that's funny, and I'll just give you this little story before I go digging for this last email, which I think will will be a great to add in as as an entire episode about emails and negative critical feedback and how those can be turned into relationships if if it works out. Uh, it doesn't always work out, but sometimes it can, and so. Um, uh, oh, here in, Kentucky, in in the Cincinnati area, and this is just Cincinnati um, in this region anyway. And it is when we don't hear somebody, instead of saying, what did you say? Or "or uh, can you repeat that? In Cincinnati, we say, I'm sorry. Or, or we say, sorry. Uh, and and we, we actually say, sorry, question mark, sorry, question mark. So like if, if, um, if I'm in a conversation and I'm talking to somebody and they say something, but they're kind of, and I say sorry, and and then and it's and it's asking them repeat yourself. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, and I used to work in a call center, call center, yeah, not a car center, uh, but anyway, I, I worked in a call center, and 
I answered the phone and we would talk to people on the West Coast. We would talk to people in, in New York City. And trust me, I'm not a linguist, but I know all about the different dialects. You work in a national call center and you, you get to talk to people all over. And you, and you can actually pick up the phone and not look at where they're coming from. And by the time you hear the first three sentences, you know exactly what state they're calling from. And sometimes you know what city they're calling from. And it became a game in, in that when it t- came time to taking their shipping address or confirming the shipping address, we is like, yes, I got another one right. It's like, this is so New Jersey. This is so New York City. This is so Rancho Santa Domingo or, or whatever, whatever that place is. Uh, uh, this is, this is so Beverly Hills. This is so, um, this is so East Tennessee. You know, this is so this. And, 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 and trust me, I, I don't make fun of that fact. I love it. I love accents. I love, I love, all those different things. And and I love the UK, I, you know, the different variations of the Cockney accent and, and all these other accents they have over there. I, I'm not a linguist, but I, I certainly love to hear the way certain people say certain things like sweet tea. Sweet tea is great. Um, although I don't drink sweet tea because I drink uh, diet, but which I know I shouldn't anyway. Um, so in a call center one day, somebody call in and this lady from New York city uh, in New York City, the the ladies that called to order sometimes they could be very, um, I guess, abrupt or um, uh, forward or direct. Um, I won't say rude uh, because I don't think they meant to be rude, but they come across in in our area as being what would be considered rude. But uh, this one lady uh, said, you know, something about she wanted a couple packs of paper clips or something like that, and and I said and. Uh, and she said it in a really rude way, and I didn't understand what she said because she was so up, she was so upset when she said it. And I said sorry, and she thought I was telling her that I would not continue with her order unless she apologized. And she made me get my supervisor. It was so funny. All oh, those were the days. Yes. So one more email. Okay, so I paused there for just a second, and I have the the uh, other email. Now, this one I don't have permission to share with you, uh, so therefore I am not going to read the person's name, but I do want to read uh, the the email. Now, this one, this one, by the way, is not an example of responding in kindness. I actually responded immediately without giving some time to 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 reflect and share a little bit more politely, but it still turned out good in the end uh, for the most part. And uh, reminds me that after I'm done, I need to email him a, a free link to the most recent episode of the Lost Podcast because I think he'll like it. Uh, but anyway, um, this one was yet another bashing, you know, very upset with me. And well, actually, this one wasn't bashing other than the fact um yeah, a little bit. It was a little bashing, but it's very negative tone, uh, very critical. No relationship. Never heard from the guy before. But this is regarding our lost podcast. Now, listen to this one, Cliff. I used to listen to your podcast for quite some time. Or and there's a little grammar there, but that, he's not a linguist. Okay, <laughs> Cliff. I used to listen to your podcast for some time now, but the Kate hate is becoming too much for me to hear. I have become sort of a Pavlog's dog in order in that every time Kate shows up on the screen, I'm afraid of what you will have to say about her, 
even in the episodes where she has the smallest part, I still hear how much you hate her. It's becoming very annoying listening to all the bashing for no reason at all. That when the when the Juliet character does something ethically wrong, it's okay. When any other character does something bad, it's okay. If Kate just stands there, you rip her character apart, and these childish childish comments all the time has made it difficult to listen to your podcast. And I may have to move on and no longer listen. I don't know why this has to continue over and over, but it is becoming too much. Other than this issue, I've really enjoyed your podcast in the past, and I wish you and Stephanie the best of luck in the future. And I won't say his name. All right. Then I wrote back. And again, I did not wait a long time to respond to this one. I said, dear so-and-so, although I didn't say dear so-and-so, I just said his name. I'm sorry if we've offended you in any way. We're just an ordinary, everyday husband and wife who are sharing our feelings about a TV show we love. I did the same thing when Anna Lucia was at, uh, with Anna Lucia, as well as Nikki and Paolo. The writers could could okay. The writers could possibly redeem the character of Kate with me, but that but they'd have to really be creative with her character. Early on, Stephanie was the same exact way with Charlie in season one. However, she came to love Charlie as her favorite character. The writers did a great job of redeeming her character. I'm not going to apologize for the way I feel about Kate's character. The buildup of the first six episodes of season three is what did it did her in for me. Damon and Carlton said over and over again, who will Kate choose? And this and then the three of the six episodes of season three were so grotesquely boring. And a majority of those six episodes, uh, six first episodes focused on this question. Who will Kate choose? Here we are in season five. Who is Kate chosen? Let's see. She chose Thalia. Then she chose Jack. And now Oh, the drama. She's coming back to choose Sawyer again? Seriously? Yeah, I despise her character. I have nothing against Evangeline Lily. It's just the character. I'm not sure how long you've listened to our podcast. However, you can probably imagine that in the past 200 episodes, I've said a number of things that have made certain people upset. No matter if I keep my thoughts in check on Kate in the future or not, I'm certain that your email will not be the last time I receive... Uh, it will not be the last I receive from a listener who is who is fed up with something that I say repeated in our podcast and it is and who is threatening to move on and no longer listening for all for us we're all about being who we are in the first 50 episodes of the weekly lost podcast I was all about trying to please everyone since episode 50 I've decided to simply resolve to be who we are sure we continually try to improve We've had some very constructive criticism coming from people coming from those who provide valuable feedback before jumping right into the negative uh, of things that we do in our show that have helped us to improve. Who knows? Perhaps even this email may help me to soften the blow on Kate, though at the same time, it could cause me to even be feel even more indignant against her character if they continue to drag out the who will Kate choose drama. I would ask you to please look back at your original email to me. It does have a slightly negative, in quotations, tone to it. In fact, let me paraphrase it back to you and see how it sounds coming from me to you. Please note, I would never write the following email to you. All right? Now, this is, I basically, if, if you re- remember me reading his email to me, I just gave him a hypothetical just so he could hear the tone of the email he sent me. 
And so I wrote this to him and, and changed it just to give him a paraphrase of what it might sound like if I was to write an email to him in the same exact way he wrote it to me. And I just replaced some of his words with some of my words to make it appropriate to or to make it contextually something he could understand. Dear so-and-so, I'll leave his name out. I used to check listener emails for quite some time now, but the criticism of our show is becoming too much for me to hear. I've become sort of a Pavlog's dog in that every time I see an email in my inbox, I'm afraid of what a listener is going to say about our podcast. Even in the episodes where we keep it short and to the point, staying completely focused on Lost, I still get negative emails. It's become very annoying for me, annoying listening or try or it's become very annoying reading all this negative feedback for no reason at all. When other Lost podcasters go off topic and or have poor audio quality that sounds like the recording is coming from their bathtub or that there's recording from their bathtub, it's okay. When other Lost podcasters throw out every four-letter curse word, it's okay. If we release a podcast episode for free, some listeners feel obliged, obliged to rip us apart, and these childish comments all the time has made it difficult for me to check my email, and I may have to move on and no longer look at my inbox ever again. I don't know why this has to continue over and over again, but it's becoming too much. Other than this issue, I've really enjoyed getting listener feedback in the past, and I wish you the best of luck in the future, Cliff. (laughs) And then I went on. I recognize that we are just a voice in your headphones to you. However, Stephanie and I are are honest-to-goodness people who have opinions. We love a certain TV show enough to produce more than 150 hours worth of talk about it. Uh, we can't simply share. We can't simply share only the positive stuff. If we did, we wouldn't be who we are. This is your very first email that you've ever sent to me, and it has the tone as quoted above. What's up with that? You wish the best of luck in the future, but there is no thanks for pouring out countless hours of our lives into a program that you admit to have listened to for quite some time now. Perhaps this response will be a final nail in the coffin for Cliff and Stephanie for you. Or perhaps you'll understand that I'm a real dude on the other end of your email that has real reactions to criticism that comes from the left field from somebody that has never heard from him, uh, that he had never heard from before. If you can get past our annoyances, the Kate issue will likely pass, but others will find it, but others will fill its void. If you can get past the overreaction, er, the, this over, overly reactionary response, perhaps perhaps you'll still listen to us and tell us a thing or two that you do like about our podcast. Either way, thanks for listening as long as you have. Many blessings to you, Cliff. And then I got, dear real dude, not just a voice. If you're only upset with Kate because of the questions posed by the producers back in season three, then seeing Kate stand there and blah, blah, and he goes back on on this, and uh, we we went back and forth and, and talked about Kate and all this other stuff. And did we have anything as a resolution at the end? Um, Well, actually, I think he did have some positive. uh, Let me see if I can find it. Uh, So I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry if my email came. uh, First of all, he had some dialogue about Kate and, and stuff like that. I'm sorry if my email came across in a negative tone. My heart rate really went up when I heard your last podcast. And that episode was perfect uh, for a couple of seconds. Let's see. That that you said that the episode was perfect except for a couple seconds with Kate. This mentioned in almost every podcast now and becoming too much. And I explained to him, he's like, listen, you're not a plus member, so you're only getting the free episodes. 
So you don't understand. There are a ton of episodes that he not he's not getting uh, that if he were getting, he would know that it's, you know, we don't talk negatively about Kate in every single episode. Just the ones that focus too much on Kate. All right. But anyway, if her character steps up, blah, 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 seeing to me. Anyway, I'm sorry I wished you the best in the, I, I'm sorry I wished you the best in the wrong tone so that it upset you even more. Let's try this. I'm not upset right now. And he put a little smiley face. Thank you guys for all your work. You have done uh, for all the work you have done with Lost. The show really is excellent. And I enjoyed listening to many podcasts on Lost's. Uh, let's on Lost. Hopefully you aren't still as, and he says pissed. And I, I normally would not use that word, but I, I'm just reading it. I hope that you're still not as pissed off as your reaction, as you were in your reactionary email and you can take what I say as constructive criticism. Have a good day and enjoy Lost tonight. Try not to feel too much Kate hate unless she does something that, unless she starts doing what you are afraid she might do. Then go for it. And then he puts another smiley face. So here, here's another email. Very much unsolicited, very critical, and uh, and 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 we were able to turn it in to something where now he and I have an ongoing dialogue. And and somebody who is is listening. In fact, I there, um, I was very happy to say that in the most recent episode of Lost, they did some things that have, in my mind, redeemed some of the issues that I had with Kate. I was very open about that, and uh, I'm gonna now take this email after I'm done recording, and I'm going to basically send him a free copy of uh that episode from the initial reaction this week so that he can hear it and i think it'll make him very happy and and so these are this is three examples of some critical feedback that normally i back in my early days of podcasting i would just completely either respond and say well i hate you too (laughs) not not that i would actually use those words because i never would but i would i would certainly get all defensive blah 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 And, and i'll be honest with you this this one with this last lost thing I was a little bit more defensive than I needed to be, but uh, I was in a weird mood that day. But I, I was still, I'm like, I'm still right. Uh, but you know, I was a little bit more defensive than I should be. But here's, I just wanted to give you guys an example that there are times when we get feedback. This is more for the podcast answer man audience. We need to just step back from the emotion of it and respond in kindness. And this, or at least this is what I do. I don't. I'm not telling you what you should do. Maybe you don't want to even deal with your audience, and that's. That's your prerogative, uh, you know. It really is. Um, but here's 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 the deal. There are my my opinion is this: every person gets a response, and and if you sent me a couple, if you sent me a couple sentences, I will respond with a couple of sentences. If you sent me three paragraphs, I will send you something with probably anywhere between two to five paragraphs or more. Uh, if you send me, uh, it, it just I'm going. You have spent your time as a listener emailing me. Now, if it's begging me for free advice for podcasting, uh, it just go. I will say, hey, maybe I can bring this up in a future episode because that's what I do for a living. And if you want to discuss theories about Lost, I'm. I, I usually say, hey, I posted this in the forum and see what other people have to say. And uh, thank you for emailing me. Uh, you know, if you ever want to talk personally, this great way to con- contact me. Otherwise, um, you know, if, for theories and stuff, we we talk about that in the forum. And I look forward to reading more from you and interacting with you there. That kind of stuff. And and, and I I manage this stuff in such a way that I what you see here, I want to have personal relationship kind of communications via email, and uh, 
and and I want to build relationships one person at a time. It, it's very per, it's very possible that this person who sent me this Kate hate email, when I send them a free, send him a free copy of this, I, I'm I might even say, listen, you know, I'd love to invite you to become a plus member, if nothing for for six months. And what I'll do is is if you if you agree to do that. Uh, for you know, for fifty bucks, I'll give you a month free, and you'll have the next six months of uh, things, and then you have access to listen to our back catalog. And and you know what? There, honestly, there's there's probably about a ninety five percent chance that he'll say yes. He it, it, after listening to the episode, and and it's not because his episode convinced me to say differently, but I really did feel differently. And so now we're pro- approaching an hour on this podcast. I'm going to wrap it up, and just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening. Uh, for so long and it's really weird for me to make a podcast that is um, both released on my crazy life and podcast answer man what i'm going to do today though is there are actually going to be two separate mp3 files Um, what i'm going to do is i'm going to just after this music is done i'm going to read the intro for podcast answer man i'm going to leave it on here for those of you who are listening to um, my crazy life so you're going to hear it at the end and uh, those of you who are listening to Podcast Answer Man after this music ends, it's the end of the show. Ah, my crazy life. And if, you, if you're a PodcastAnswerMan.com listener, uh, check out some of my other shows. I share stuff like this all the time. Uh, I know my friend Phil wants me to do it on a daily basis. Phil, you know, I've got a lot of shows and I know that you're only interested in certain shows, but, uh, you know, I've got a whole audience out there and... You know, we're trying to do, we're continu- continually evolving how we do our shows and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to continue to try to provide the best value for everybody, but realizing that uh, just just know this, some things are coming down the pipe that are going to make things a little bit more streamlined and a little bit more exciting. And uh, I do encourage you, though, give Family from the Heart a try. It, that, that show is evolving very much and it's very much like a my crazy life these days and uh you know my wife and i you know part of what's going on in cliff's world today has a lot to do with what's going on with me and my wife and our family so familyfromtheheart.com is the address for that show and uh i can understand you not being interested in the full-time mom that is a little bit of a different show but uh stephanie unplugged is unplugged is interesting but i understand if that's not something you're interested in. But although, if you listen to Stephanie Unplugged, what you get is the other side of the story. I really want to encourage you to listen to it for that aspect alone. If you're really interested, you, you know, especially <laughs> there's some really interesting things about how I totally mishandled a dinner situation the other night, all about steak versus uh, corn dogs. Oh, yeah, I got in trouble over that one. Although that's not something I'm going to admit on my crazy life. Uh, although, wait, maybe did I just do that? But uh, really, honestly, uh, the, the Stephanie Unplugged is a great way to get the other side of the story. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to think about some new things about our marketing and about how we're branding ourselves. And we're continually evolving. Stay tuned. Things are only going to get better here. Podcast Answer Man listeners, thank you so much. Please, please, please call me today. Area code 859. This is my cell phone number, folks. 859-620-2644. If you want to talk about buying equipment, call me today. Um, Or email me, uh, feedback at gspn.tv. And uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, 
for this podcast, uh, to leave your comments, your feedback. Uh, the voicemail line is area code 859-795-4067. If you want to talk about equipment, though, or you want to set up some consulting time with me, uh, you can call my cell phone. I just gave it to you. Also, you can go to gs or podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. My number's at the top of the page. Thanks for listening.